Hi, this is Damon Pistolka, host of the Faces of Business, where I talk with interesting people sharing life and business experiences to entertain, engage, build community, and provide information to help others succeed. If you're interested in learning more about one of our guests or how we are helping business owners generate wealth and build businesses they can sell or succeed at Exit Your Way, you can find more information on our website, ExitYourWay.com, or by contacting me directly, Damon at ExitYourWay.com. I hope you enjoy the show. All right, everyone, welcome once again to the Faces of Business. I'm your host, Damon Pistolka, and with me today, I have Mark Casper from Tech 4 Troops. Mark, welcome. Welcome. Thank you, Damon. I'm happy to be here and, and to be able to spread the awareness of Tech for Troops. Yeah, this is awesome, man, because I, lo I love talking about uh, great organizations helping veterans, you know, whether it's transitioning into the private sector, whether yeah. it's helping their families. And, you know, today we're going to talk about yeah. a myriad of things. But, you know, I really love the mission of Tech for Troops. So let's let's first of all, let's start out by having you explain the mission of Tech for Troops. Sure. So um, individuals and corporations have to do something with their computers. Uh, and what we ask is that they donate them to Tech for Troops. We'll guarantee data destruction. And then what we'll do is refurbish those computers and we'll support in need veterans and their families, active duty transitioning, uh, whether it's National Guard or Army or the Marine Corps, it doesn't really make a difference, active duty transitioning. And we'll help them learn how to use a computer as well as give that computer to them at a low cost or no cost, depending mm -hmm. upon where they are. In Richmond, we actually bring them into our training facility, which is right here beside me, seats 24, and they spend a couple hours with us learning how to use that computer, and then they take that computer home for free. Awesome. Awesome. So, Mark, so we're going to talk about Tech for Troops for in a minute. Let's talk about you, because you, you're you working in Tech for Troops now, nonprofit, director of, of it, uh, but... You started off in the the Marine Corps back in, the, in in a little while ago. A little while and, ago. A little while ago. And uh, yeah. and let's talk let's talk about your background a little bit and kind of how you got where you are today here. Sure, sure. So I, I grew up in San Antonio, um, and then my parents moved me to a little small town called Lufkin, Texas. Uh, my my eleventh year, right? So as I was a junior, and that was a culture shock in and of itself, and. Uh, one night, one Friday night, my mom walked in the bedroom and looked at me and said, why don't you join the Marine Corps, do something with your life? And I'm like, okay, right? I was this goober kid, didn't know what I was going to do in life. Joined yeah. the Marine Corps, uh, went to boot camp in San Diego, uh, was stationed at Cherry Point, North Carolina, which is where I met my wife. Uh, we're still married. It'll be 38 years this year. Awesome. And uh, I mean, I just, at that point, I, there was always something clicking in me about um, serving others, whether I was uh, helping to mentor folks who were in and they were, you know, sort of not doing well, or um, after I got out, I took part of that Marine Corps training with me, the discipline and the knowledge, and and I sort of lost my way when it came to that servant's heart. But I also had kids, uh, went to school, I got my college degree, and I graduated in 97. And from then, it was just trajectory up, uh, working in multiple corporations uh, until I came into Tech for Troops. Yeah, 
Yeah, because because tell me about some of the some of the different positions you had. You had quite a, a variety of logistics and just some, some really interesting things. I, I I did. So when I got out of the Marine Corps, um, I did. We, we were actually supposed to move to Texas, and in '87 when I got out was when the oil bust hit down there, and oh, yeah. I I talked to my wife, and she's from Richmond, Virginia, which is where we're at now, and I'm like, babe, I, I can go work at a 7-Eleven. And we can struggle or you can go to Virginia and become a teacher because that's what she got her degree in. And so we moved to Virginia and I've been here ever since. And then I've had all sorts of jobs, window manufacturing, uh, Orkin pest control. I uh, went to school. I, I worked at FedEx, which is actually the building I'm in now, which is sort of a weird thing because yeah. I was here for five years. And now I see the same cracks in the floor that were here back in the 90s in 2022. Right. It's just sort wow. of sort of a deja vu all over again type of thing. Yeah. And um, then I got into the corporate world and I started climbing the ladder to the best of my abilities. I got into IT, project management, uh, did really well in some organizations and others were just a little too stifling, which I think everybody goes through that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I was a project manager, um, oh, uh, capital planning um, manager. So I was working for the VA, the federal government at the VA, and I was tracking 50 different IT projects and all the money and everything that happened to it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it was, excuse me, it was a big time deal. Uh, but I always knew that there was something missing in my life. Mm -hmm. So tell, tell me a little bit about, you mentioned this in some of the, some of the stuff you write on LinkedIn and other places about the, the day you, saw tech for troops and 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 the you know the 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 fireworks went off yeah so i met the founder at a, at a networking event and we sat and talked about an hour right being in the marine corps i i volunteered at another nonprofit, veteran nonprofit, and i stayed there for a little over a year enjoyed my time got in with the veteran community a bit here in richmond which is what i was missing and i knew that i was missing that and when i rolled into uh the veteran community that's when I knew. But the founder asked me, like, would you like to be on the board? And I'm like, yeah, let me come in and check the place out. I don't, I don't know anything about what you do and how you do it. So I literally walked in the door. My head exploded, right? Sunshine, unicorns, fireworks, the whole nine yards, the whole thing just went off. And I, uh, I, I liken it to God telling me I was home, right? Because quite literally, I took the tour, 750 square feet. I mean, like it's tiny, tiny place. And the, the, um, the owner, the founder looked at me and said, you want to be executive director? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I went home that night, told my wife, hey, babe, uh, uh, we're going to shut down my company. We're making good money and I'm going to go do this other thing that I've never yeah. done before. And she's like, okay, if that's what you feel like you should do. And I'm like, yeah, it is, it is, it is. So I've been here for almost seven years now. And now uh, we're at a little, nice. almost 8,000 square feet. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome because those those moments like you had where you find what you really, you know, what's, what you're meant to do at that point is, is something. Yeah, it is actually. And I hope, I honestly, I hope everybody finds that in their life. Uh, a lot of people don't. And it's yeah. sad to me. I mean, it's, you know, uh, you're a tough Marine. Yeah, I know. But when I found this place, uh, yeah. my life changed. It, it, it literally, I, I knew that servant's heart came out to the nth degree to the nth yeah. degree because of, of what I'm doing for my brothers and sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So it, it's cool to see that you found this now and you're so passionate about it. So 
what how did tech for troops come about i mean you talked about meeting the founder what happened to get someone to decide that we're going to do what what you guys do yeah so the founder's son um he was around 20 22 years old in college i think uh had a friend a marine who came back from afghanistan and was sleeping on the couch because he couldn't find a job he didn't have a computer and quite literally, it was the son asking mom, hey, can we get him a computer? And that literally was the genesis of Tech for Troops. And it started out with, of course, on the kitchen table, getting a computer and refurbishing it, going all the way to where we are today with the guaranteed data destruction. We're actually buying a, a hard drive shredder soon. So we'll be able to you know, like turn them into tiny little pieces. Um, mm -hmm. But that's that's how it started. And it, then it went into a storage unit and then it came into this building here at 750 square foot. So, it, and, and you know, I'm, I'm not going to say it's because of me that we've grown so much, but I think part of the reason why we have grown is because of I, I am passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And I love what I do. And it's not, I don't get up for a job. I now have a calling. Yeah. And and that is the biggest difference in my life because, you know, I think we've all been in those corporate or small jobs or whatever you're doing. You're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of it. The rat race. Well, I did the rat race and then I found the place I'm supposed to be. There you go. So started with the founder's son getting out of the military, couldn't find a job, didn't have a computer. Yep. So they re recycled the computer for him so he could yep. use it. Correct. And it turned into this. Now you got about eight thousand square feet. How many? How many computers do you guys handle in a, in a given year? Uh, we well, you know, I, I always bring up the COVID, right? Because uh, we were we were well on our way to a thousand computers a year, giving them out to vets, and then uh -huh. COVID hit, and it, that first when everything shut down in March of 2020. I yeah. called my team together and I was like, I'm honest with you. You know, I'm honest. I, I don't want you to worry. We're going to make it, but I don't know how we're going to make it. Yeah. Because, you know, the whole thing, there, the phone wasn't ringing. Nobody was ringing the doorbell to donut computers. We weren't being contacted. And somehow, some way, we came out stronger than ever. Right. Maybe not in the number of computers we gave away, but how we changed our processes to make them better and faster and stronger. And I think that was... That was where we are today. We're, we're, we're at about 600 computers for this year, and it's only July 12th. Uh, my goal this year was 750 across the nation. I think we're going to blow through that and get yeah. closer to 800, 850. Yeah, that's awesome. That's and, awesome. And, and that's not all the computers we, we touch. Yeah. Because we do yeah. get a lot of old stuff in, and we shred them, or we, we responsibly recycle. We responsibly recycle over 600 tons in seven years now. Wow. Well, that's that's a good point in and of itself is even if you can't use the uh, electronics or the, the computers, you still responsibly recycle yeah. them so they get so they don't just get dumped into a landfill someplace that yeah uh, where it's not supposed to be. So, yeah, 70 percent um, of hazardous waste in a landfill, 70 percent comes from e-waste. Yeah. So that's wow. that's that's unacceptable for those of us, all of us actually around the world. Uh kids, grandkids, great, 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 kid, you know, that whole nine yards. I don't want the world to die because I was too stubborn headed to do the right thing in recycling. Yeah. That's a great point because it's, um, it's the right thing. It's the right, it's thing. the right thing. 
It really it's is the right thing. And when you can when you can turn the the computers into something that that is very valuable to a, a veteran transitioning out of the yep. military, that's something uh, for sure. So let's let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about something that a serious subject that I always like to bring up when we're talking about veterans because I want everybody to know. Let's talk about the veteran suicide rate. That one that one hurts me to the core. Um, yeah, I, I don't I understand, but I don't understand why, because um, I've never done it. Right. And, and of course, yeah, I have because yeah. I'm here in that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. But and I served during a time of peace under Reagan and there was no PTSD or any of those things. But yeah. today with yeah. the with the vets getting out and who've been to Afghanistan and Iraq and Syria now and uh, Eastern Africa and other places. Yeah. Uh, I just read a story today where what what we think it is, is they're so used to giving, 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 giving and being part of a team and that family that is there for you. And then once you get out, it's like scattered to the four corners of the earth and you don't find that servant's heart. You don't continue on with that. And the ones who do continue on with it are successful in life. The ones who don't are not successful because we get a lot of. um in need veterans who come in our doors and i talk to them right i i'm i'm very honest with them and i'm very in their face as well that tech for troops this is your opportunity to change your life and we've had extreme success with that so we have a guy who's now down at uh, fort lee at the mm-hmm. uh, network operations center making six figures right he was homeless living in his car uh combat vet uh, another guy that brought in as well, he's now with a, a, a fortune, I'd say a fortune 500 company, but they're probably in the top 250. Uh, and he's now a programmer. And it literally, it's talking to him, kick him in the butt and tell him to get out. Let's make this happen for you. And mm-hmm. one of my favorite is Marshall. And Marshall was a drug, uh, alcohol addiction, living in an abandoned building, asking God literally to take his life because he couldn't do this anymore type of thing. Uh, Cause he had that little sign on the, on the corner, you know, like, Hey, give me money. I'm a veteran. That was him. One of those guys. And um, he got sober, got into the VA and he came to us for a computer and his life has changed. He's, he's got, he's been accepted to buy a house and now he has to find a house that he can afford. So he nice. went literal. Yeah. I know living in a building, abandoned building at that to, able to make the money to buy a house. That is just, it blows me away every day. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, the tech for troops mission, uh, getting the computers in the hands of, of, of yeah. these troops transitioning out of the military, uh, gives them one more tool to be able yep. to find, uh, you know, find their way to the next opportunity and the community that will help them yeah. uh, continue to be successful. So, when we talk about the veteran suicide rate, what do you have any idea what the current veteran suicide rate is? I haven't it's, seen it, it for a while. It's closer to 27 because of the, the COVID. I call it the vid. Yeah. Um, a lot of vets have, a lot of vets lost their jobs and yeah. um, have a hard, had a hard time or might still have a hard time coming back into the community. And mm-hmm. the number is, gone up from 22 to closer to 27 uh, it okay. fluctuates and that's a good thing because we always wanted to go down fluctuation not up yeah. fluctuation yeah. Um, but yeah it's around 27 last i heard okay. and a lot of it is because they just don't feel part of the community anymore and they yeah. they can't take care of their families yeah 
Yeah, and that helpless feeling is just is just uh, yeah, it's pretty tough. So one of the other things uh, we talked about before we got on is is the misconception that a lot of people have about veterans transitioning out of the military and the yeah. benefits that they have. Yeah, and a lot of people don't really understand that you know to get pension and full you know retirement and medical benefits you have to be in the military for what is it 20 years 20 years yeah yeah and a, a lot of these people transitioning out of the military are, are more like they do one uh one tour or two tours so it's like four eight years or something yep. like that whatever whatever current years now and they're coming out without benefits they're i right. mean other than some you know if they got injured in the military or something like that that yeah that could be a little bit but um that's one of the things that i think a lot of people don't realize is they're they come out of the military and they're starting from ground zero that is the honest truth and it's one of the hardest things for people to understand um you put a uniform on you do the same thing every day for years on end four years eight years whatever that number is that you're there 17 years and mm -hmm. you're you get hurt, right? You, you step on an ID, you hurt your back, something happens. And yeah, you don't get your 20 pension. You just don't. And so you try to get into the VA and get the pittance that they give you at the VA. But a, a lot of the time, it's not enough. You, you're not going out buying a Lamborghini with what the VA is yeah. paying you. You're barely paying rent if you're getting that much. So if you're yeah. not able to do things, it's, it's, I think that's where a lot of the, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I think that's where a lot of the, the the suicide thoughts comes from, the suicide ideations, because they're, they're used to taking care. They're used to being the uh, the alpha of the family, whether it's a man or a woman, doesn't really make a difference. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden they're injured and they can't. Yeah. And it it's something else. I, I mean, I, we were talking earlier. I was at a networking event and this is what brought it up. This woman looked at me and said, you served four years. You got you got your pension and retirement. I'm like, I didn't get anything. Right. Yeah. They gave me they didn't even give me a handshake going out the door yeah. type of thing. And and, yeah. and that's just what it is. You, you do your time and you get out and you, you meet these guys and gals who served six years in combat and they're out. They don't get anything. And if they're not yeah. if they're not service connected disability they get absolutely zero mm -hmm. after what they went through, right? Whether yeah. it was a Fallujah or a, a coast, K-H-O-S-T in Afghanistan, it yeah. doesn't really make a difference. They get nothing and they're struggling. Yeah. A lot of them are struggling hard. Yeah. So what are some of the, the biggest challenges you see for these people transitioning into the private sector uh, coming out in, in general? Uh, they're probably like I was, right? I'm a Marine. Everybody's going to love me. Everybody's going to want to hire me. And then when you get out and uh, nobody cares about you because you're out and you're just another body, uh, that was the biggest depressing wake-up call I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, and I know that's because uh, I talk to these guys. A lot of them feel the same way. Uh, you know, I served my time. I'm getting out to eight years. And... Uh, Seven out of 10 enlisted that are get, that get out don't have a computer in the home. So in today's age, when I got out, you send a paper resume out, you could probably get an interview most of the time. Today, yeah. if you don't have a computer, that tool, you're not sending resumes anywhere. You're not getting yeah. a job. So I, I think that's the biggest problem, that misconception is that I'm a Marine, 
right? And I won't talk bad about the Army, the Navy, or the Coasties, or any of those guys, although I can and I will at times. Uh, but I, I honestly thought, I'm Billy Bad, and I'm going to get a job. I got the tiger by the tail, and it yeah. didn't work that way. Yeah. So do you think that um, as you see these people transitioning out, do you think there are um, – and this might be a, a loaded question that you have no idea about, but do you think there's some things that in the private sector should really understand better about people transitioning out as far as oh. experience and, and just other things? I just want to give you a moment to talk about that too. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what, what comes out a lot when I talk to small businesses and medium business, larger businesses are different, like the Fortune 500, you know, they got 50,000 people. But the smaller and the medium sized businesses don't understand that a veteran's going to bring to your organization more than likely uh, they have managerial skills, no matter what their resume says. Right. They're going to have the go get them to make it happen and stick to itiveness, gung ho, if you want to call it that. And they're also going to bring the one thing that most people don't understand is they're going to be able to take orders and they'll be able to do the job because that's what you're asking of them to do. So when you have somebody who has those three qualities and characters and you're looking at somebody going, I don't know, take that military um, mentality, put it into yourself and say, oh, if that's what they're bringing to my table, that's what I need to look at. And I'll be honest with you, as you're getting out, there's no, there is programs to help you write resumes, but it's not pushed. It's not pushed the right way, in my opinion. The guy's getting out. I've got resumes where I led men into combat. And I'm like, yeah, Marine, that's not happening. You're not going to get a job telling people you went out and led men into combat. You're not getting a job because right? yeah. people are going to be scared of you. So we got to change yeah. it into you have managerial experience and soft skills, because when you're doing that kind of thing, you have to have soft skills and hard skills. And I think that's the biggest misconception that companies don't understand what that what you're going to get when you hire a vet. Yeah. What you're going to get when you hire a vet. I like that. So um, the veterans coming to you. When you look at the the computer skills, because you guys do computer training as well, right? Correct. What what are the basic skills you're trying to instill in them on your computer so that so they can be successful? So our computer training runs the gamut, and, and I was very humbled a couple of weeks ago. I was down in Williamsburg, Virginia, which is about an hour away, and I had a couple of vets. I had a, about a 29-year-old Air Force vet. She's very, very nice, relatively good with a computer, so I really wasn't teaching her a tremendous amount. Uh, she followed and listened and learned, but the guy over to my left was a Korea War vet. So mm. the gamut went from never touched a computer to I had, I know a little bit about computers already. And so, of course, when you're in, an instructor, you have to teach to that lowest part. And when I got back to work, I thought I'd done a great job, right? Both of them understood computers. Yeah, they get it. They get it. And then the, the Korea War vet called me up and I literally picked up the phone. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, how do you open the computer? So I'm like, oh, I failed. That's the first thing in my head. I failed because I'm like, you ever had a, a flip phone? He's like, yeah, well, it's like a flip phone. You open it up like a flip phone. He's like, well, these tabs on the side, there's no tabs. Don't break anything. Just find it and open it up this way. 
And, and so literally we teach from that to yeah. how to get in a computer, make the changes, how to get online, how to create a resume, right? We're not going to write it for them, but there yeah. are programs out there that will help you do it. A little bit of financial management because most of them have, have a need for that. And then mm -hmm. we do a ton, a ton of personal cybersecurity ton of personal cybersecurity. So it, it runs the gamut, everything that we do. But I, I was humbled to, I start every class out now with the computers closed and say, open it up. Yeah. And that's, so that's, that's a great point. It's yeah. a great point. Uh, two things. One is beginning at the real beginning um, oh, yeah. for your audience. And then the second is the diversity of people that you have to be able to train. Constantly. Yeah. Constant. Yeah. Yep. And we'll get folks in. I was, so I was at a class up in uh, West Virginia at the VA hospital up there. Uh, we had about 30 people in class. It was really cool, really good time. And as I'm teaching the class, I always walk around to make sure everybody's doing the right thing and staying, you know, they're not surfing for something they shouldn't be surfing for. And I had about eight of them who were in the programming mode. They had a window up and they were in the programming and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, you don't need to be here. You don't, you guys need to go. And I actually had a company that was sponsoring that training event for us who had programmers they sent out to help me with training. And I'm like, hey, take these eight into a corner and start teaching them some tricks because they're way ahead of where I am. I don't even yeah. open up that window, right? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it, it runs the gamut from how to open it up to they're in programming mode already but they're yeah. getting that tool to better their lives. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter if you know how to program, if you don't have a computer, yep. doesn't make a difference so you're, that you're getting, at least getting that. And just let's say, uh, uh, Ingor wants to thank you, Mark. Thank you. And, uh, I appreciate that Ingor. Appreciate Ingor, that. Uh, friend of ours out of Canada. So, um, yeah, it's, that's, I mean, that's an interesting point that you bring that up about these people were transitioning out and they were, they were trained in the military, technically trained enough that they're understanding how to program a computer, but they don't have a computer when they leave yeah. the military. And, and that's, that's one of the sad things that I run into is a, a lot of the men and women that I talk to are brilliant, right? They, they truly have it. They just fell into hard times. Something happened, divorce, lost everything, drugs, alcohol, something, whatever that thing is. And they're trying to better their lives. And that when they were in that dark spot, no matter what it was about, um, the computer's the least of your worries. So they probably hocked it off, did something with it, gave it away. I don't need this anymore. And then come to find out, yeah, you do. That's the tool. That's that one tool you're going to use the rest of your life. Um, it's going to make you a better person and help you get a better job. Yeah. Yeah. And we take that, a lot of people, myself included, take it for granted. I do too. Yep. You turn it on every day, like every a watch day. that you used to put on your wrist, you know? I, I still there. wear watches. <laughs> I do. I do. I, I don't do the Apple watch thing because that's, that's like a tenor, man. That's like, yeah, somebody's watching I, you all the time. I, I quit wearing a watch just because I, I didn't, I'm left-handed. So I didn't like a watch the first, the, because I wear it on the wrong hand. Right. But, uh, but uh, I, I never have been, a, I've, I've always had a watch and I'll put it on if I have to go out for business, but that's oh, about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I try to wear one every day. It's it just a, a good reminder that sometimes traditions are good. They are. They are. Definitely are. So um, the 
the technology challenges. So you're trying to get these people past that point. And I mean, do you guys do then resume classes for them as well? Or is that something else that they do someplace else? I mean, because I'm thinking through the process. So I yeah. got my computer now. Now the next step. So it's it's resume classes, but we don't give the classes. We know people who help out with that kind of stuff. Nice. Um, getting having 10 people in a class and trying to help folks with the resume all the way through, that would be a full class in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. What I tell everybody is if you want a job, I know a lot of folks, I will get you a job, right? If you want to turn signs on the street for VDOT, I can get you a job at VDOT. If you want to work for Altria or a CarMax and you have those skill sets, I will get you a job at one of those places. But you got to get me a resume. Understand I'm going to be a real jerk about your resume. Mm -hmm because you have to make it look good. I don't care if you have spots where it's missing in you because you were in whatever, something happened. Be honest, yeah. let me redline it and I will. I will I will redline all but two words on there if I have to, but I send it back out with a love of, hey, let's make this better, come back with something different. And and the guy that's working at the insurance company, a Fortune uh, 250 company, yeah. Oh, I I did his multiple times, and he hated me at the end. But now he comes back and calls me Papa because <laughs> I helped go. him. I helped him get a freaking job where he's driving an Audi, and I'm driving yeah. an old pickup truck. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome to be able to to uh, to see that happen, though. Um, so what? I mean, when you look, and this is this is off the topic of Tech for Troops a little bit, but I do want to bring some, some more attention to this. Um, what are the other challenges you see the vets coming to you? Because, I mean, you're helping them with the computer. That's one piece of their life. What are some of the other major things that you see that would be nice if you could find some additional resources or knew where to send somebody yeah. for this? Or uh, is it covered? No, it's not covered. No. Okay. Um, the, the biggest issue, uh, as they come to my class, right? So they're already yeah. in a, in a, in a, in a place that's not good. Most of us never want to be there, uh, yeah. which is homeless, right? They may be in a homeless shelter and they have a mm -hmm. roof over their head, but they're still homeless, um, is they have no idea how to handle money, financial management. It's not taught in schools anymore. Um, you know, there's always like big headlines. The school's district's now going to teach financial management, teach kids how to, you know, take care of money. Yeah. The majority don't do that. So they have no idea. I had a vet look me in the face when I hand, handed him a computer. And we were talking about financial management. And he said, well, I just take my check to the check cashing place. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What well, you got to be crazy, right? Because you're probably losing somewhere close to 35%. Yeah. And I'm like, think about it this way. You get a hundred dollar check and it's a hundred dollars, you're automatically walking out that door with sixty-five dollars. Is that a good thing? And he's like, Well, I never thought about it that way. So I said, get a bank account, deposit your check, put a little money into a rainy day fund, even if it's just ten dollars a week yeah. or a month or whatever you're doing, and then you can start building that up and get your credit score back up. So what I would love to have anybody who's listening, if you're a bank anywhere in the United States and you want to support us, I'd love to have financial management class or at least the paperwork, the training, so I can teach it if you can't do it, if you're not in the Richmond area or wherever mm -hmm. I'm going to help train. Because that is, I mean, using the computer is one thing, but if you can actually take care of your own money and understand what a credit score is, that is huge, huge. Okay, okay. good. Well, 
hopefully someone hears this and and uh, we'll talk about yeah. this after a little bit as well. So the um, how can so tech for troops? You guys are you guys are as it says you are taking computers, you're recycling computers, and then you're um, refurbishing the ones right. that are good to refurbish. You're giving those to veterans transitioning into the private sector mm-hmm. um, so that they can use those to find a job and, and the other things they need to do. So how can individuals and companies get involved with Tech for Troops? Just actually just contact us. There's there's a couple of different ways. I'll give you my email address, uh, mcasper at techfortroops.org. That's M-C-A-S-P-E-R, like the ghost, at techfortroops.org, T-E-C-H-F-O-R-T-R-O-P-S. You can use info at Tech for Troops. You can go to our webpage and contact us, go through that. Uh, if you're a corporation and you want to have computers picked up, we have a pickup request form and you can do that. Nice. We do this all over the nation. What we would ask is say, if you're in California right now and we're in Richmond, help us out, pay for the shipping for us, but we'll send you out the boxes, um, lockable boxes, so you can ship your gear to us um, safely with the mm-hmm. chain of custody form if, you, if you're looking for that. And then let us know what you need. Uh, the guaranteed data destruction, it's a certificate. We actually provide certificates of destruction. There's a small fee for that, mm-hmm. but most folks don't mind paying that because they know and they understand that the software we use, it's NSA, DOD, HIPAA, and NIST compliant. So yeah. all of those all those organizations have said, yeah, this is good stuff, and there's no data left on that hard drive. We actually had a large corporation send us a bunch of stuff the other day. Thirteen of those hard drives out of I think it was like 75 or 80, uh, 13 of those hard drives we couldn't completely wipe because there was a sector on there that actually ran the operating system for the hard drive. But since we can't say that that sector does not have any personal information in it, we crushed them. Mm-hmm. And that's it, right? We don't yeah. say, oh, golly, it should be okay. I'm like, no, we've got to crush it, which is why we're buying the shredder. So we're just going to send it through a shredder from now on, little tiny pieces about that big. Uh, but yeah, let folks know that we we can do that with them. They can contact us that way, call us. The phone number's on, the web, on, on our webpage. Please, we'd love to hear from you. All right. Awesome. And we'll make sure the web, the web page and everything is in the, in the comments as well. Um, so let's in tech for troops right now. Yes. You want, you want, uh, equipment and computer computers sent to you. What other things could help tech for troops right now? Oh, financial help would be phenomenal. We actually, uh, in the Richmond area, we're going to have a golf tournament, uh, in November. So if you're in this area, we'd love to have your support with that. Uh, but the next thing that we're doing, that's going to be huge. Actually, we're doing the first one for free. And I say that in a way that we don't know how it's going to go over. We're going to do a gaming competition for disabled vets. And mm-hmm. this year, we're just going to bring in vets. We're, we're hoping to have 25 to 30, and they're going to play Halo and just talk smack to each other, right? Yeah. But we're not asking for sponsors for that because I want to make sure that how we're going to do it is going to work with the whole, you know, who wins what, who's going to do things, and the whole how, you, how do you run a tournament? I've never done that before. Yeah. So, we're actually waiting on that, but it, as we grow, we want to do those gaming tournaments all over the nation, sponsor a gaming mm-hmm. tournament so we can do this for our veterans, our disabled vets. And so we're, we're asking for the, the um, wheelchair bound vets to come in and play 
and and others, right? So I'm going to disable that, but it's because of my hearing. I lost my hearing while I was in. Um, but so I'm considered disabled, but I also don't know how to play a video game either. So I won't compete. Yeah. <clears throat> this this thing is just not my idea. Um, yeah. But as well, in January, we're going to have Hack for Troops. It's a capture the flag cybersecurity fundraising event. Uh, it'll be online and butts and seat here in Richmond. And what we're going to do is we have all these different challenges from steganography and cryptography and all these other ographies and corporations can sponsor that. We're going to have guest speakers. If you want to speak, let us know. Um, we're going to stream it live on our Discord channel. I mean, it's going to be cool, and we've done it in the past, but this year we're going to blow it up a lot because okay. with the butts and seats, we have colors. We have the American flag. We say the plaid. You do the uh, national anthem. Uh, we have food. We always have great food there, butts and seats. But then internationally or online, kids can play from all over. And uh, the team that won last year, the students, these are high school students. One of the okay. kids was like in Jordan. And he, we couldn't ship his gift to him, so he gave his gift to somebody else, which is fine. But, I mean, literally, it's an international competition. Hack for Wow. Trips. Wow. That's Love cool. Love your support on that. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I've got someone that when we get offline, I will do an introduction there for that because I Thank think they'll, they'll be very interested in that. Um, and then you had an important, there was an important thing that happened today. So oh. I, I want to make sure that we got, we're going to talk about this and then we're going to make sure to once again, and before we wrap up here, we're going to talk about the uh, um, tech for troops again and how people can get involved and, and, and donate stuff. But what happened today in the U S house that was, such a big oh, deal for you. It's, it, we couldn't have timed this better. <laughs> no doubt about that. No doubt. Um, for the last four years, literally four years, I've been working with two different representatives. First one was uh, Dave Bratt, Republican. He's not there. Abigail Spanberger beat him. We're not political here. So Dave Bratt couldn't get this across the line. I love Dave. Don't get me wrong. But Abigail came in, or Representative Spanberger. I don't know if I'm on a first-name basis with her, so we might yeah. want to bleep that little piece out. Um, but Representative Spanberger has been pushing this for us for two years. And then it passed the House Oversight Committee back in early June, which was huge because it passed with bipartisan support, which in today's political climate, uh, that's like a unicorn. Right. Yeah. That is like a unicorn. Uh, and then today at about three o'clock this afternoon, East Coast time, it passed the House on the floor of the House and it passed unanimously bipartisan support again. So we have what's called the Coves Act, Computers for Veterans and Student. Um, it, what it is, is the federal government warehouses somewhere between 300 and 500,000 computers a year, send them to the states, the states sell them for pennies on the dollar. Usually for-profit companies get those computers and then they do with them what they will. Uh, we're asking the federal government to help the nonprofits that do what we do. Like there's others like Tech for Troops, but they mm -hmm. do students or they do rural areas or inner cities or whatever it is, whatever their constituency is, let us get first shot at those computers. We can't handle 500,000 computers a year. Yeah. We know that. But Tech for Troops could handle like 10,000 and yeah. be able to blow it up for our veteran community and truly change the world. And there's other nonprofits that could do the same thing. So we're hoping we can find a... We, I think we have a Democrat uh, co-sponsor as a senator, uh, Matt, uh, Matt, Senator Hassan. I think she's out of New Hampshire. We need a Republican somewhere to make this bipartisan. And, um, you know, I don't know any Republican senators. It, it, I don't know any senators, period. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't I don't do the political thing very 
uh, while I probably need to get better at it. But we need the support from the senators to make this happen. And then uh, President Biden could self-sign it into, into office, not into office, into law. And within a year, computers start flowing to us and we'd be able to help out a lot more folks, which would be really cool. Yeah, because you think about that. If there's three to 500,000 computers that are that are going to wherever they're going now, they could be going, you know, a, a good portion yeah. of those could be going to the people that really need it. Yeah. Um, firsthand rather than trying to figure out other ways to get computers and do it. And as we were talking before we got, got on is that you could help thousands. You're going to try to help oh, yeah. 750. You might get 800 or 850. You said, but you could easily get thousands of people, yep. uh, computers, uh, if this, this passes, if, if, if we could get this to pass and, you know, just use a round number of 10,000, we got 10,000 computers in, not all of those would be usable, yeah. right? There'd be a lot of broken and cracked and all that kind of stuff, which is fine. We'll responsibly recycle those, but let's use 700 or 7,500 would be good. That is 7,500 veterans for that year that we could support. That year. Would, right. Would... Imagine that. Imagine that just what we'd be able to do around the country to make and, and there's not a state out there that doesn't have veterans in need. So yeah. anybody out there in Wisconsin and Texas and Florida and California, you know, let your state representatives know, call your Senator and say, this yeah. will help our people, all of our people. Yeah. So we need your support on that. Yeah. And you know, it's this, this is something I can really do. And the other thing that you mentioned before we got on too is this the, the budget oversight committee gave this a net yes. zero cost. Yep. The, the CBO, we got a, we got a score and it was literally folks, $0 out of your pocket to make this happen. Zero. I mean, yeah. it doesn't make, it, it doesn't get any better for us as taxpaying citizens. When you yeah. know that the government's going to support constituents who need the support for free. And, yeah. and it's not because, you know, we're, we're not getting any money for this. Tech, uh, the federal government's not going to say, hey, Mark, we're going to give you $50,000 a year to make this happen. It's we're going to get the computers and do it ourselves because that's our mission. Yeah. And we're going to make it happen. But, yeah, all we got to do is get the GSA, pass it, sign it, get the GSA. And all they got to do is say, hey, here's a spreadsheet of the computers. Here's where they're at. What do you need? And then we're going to make the shipping happen. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. paying shipping. I'll pay yeah. shipping all day for this. Yeah. But that's what yeah. we're going to do because it's not coming out of the taxpayer's pocket. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Very exciting. So we need a Republican Senator to help sponsor this. We do. And all right. So anyone listening, if you know a Republican Senator that might want to sponsor this and get some good, uh, good publicity, cause this would yeah. be a good one. It'd be a great <laughs> one. Yeah, uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and reach out to me and, and I will get you in touch with Mark and we can see Love if we can make this thing happen. The the other thing that I think um, is interesting about this is is that, you know, it's it's not just the veterans that's going to help. This is going to be a lot of people. I mean, this is this is widely uh, will be widely beneficial. And, yeah. and these computers, it's not like we're, we're spending more money for these computers. They're already bought. They're already there. They're already, they're just getting recycled yep. into the right people. You think about, yep. you know, we saw during the vid, we had the, the children that were at home trying to learn. Oh, yeah. We had all these other people, all these yep. elderly people. And you just go yep. around the board, that's three to 500,000 computers that 
could be into circulation to help these people. Yeah, when the vid hit, I went out and did some quick research and then I went to my board. But what I found in Virginia was there were about 1.2 million students, give or take, round, round numbers, mm -hmm. but about 250,000 of them don't have a computer in the house. Yeah. So you take that number and you say, all right, we want you to fail in life because you don't have the tool of a computer. You don't know how to use a computer. And what's that kid going to do? Yeah. Right. They're not going to go they to college. No, they're going down the wrong path. Yep. And, and, and think about it this way too, uh, active duty transitioning. If, if you're a, I'll use the Marine Corps. If you're in, 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 in your grunt, your, your infantry, you're carrying an M16 and M240, whatever that thing is, uh, whatever that gun is, um, you're not being taught how to use a computer. Yeah. So when you get out and you don't have that tool to know how to use it, what happens? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, it, it's, it's not just, yeah, the Coves Act, if it passes and gets signed into law, that is a game changer for the country. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Well, I'm just excited that we could share that. I mean, yeah. it, it, it literally happened today. That's the thing that's really. I know it's a crazy thing. Yeah, it is. Well, Mark, I just want you to thank thank you so much for being here today. It's been awesome talking about Tech for Troops, how you guys are taking in computers, recycling them, yep. and then giving them to, to worthy veterans to show them how to use the computers, how to find a job yep. with them. You're helping them get their resumes yep. right. Um, you said... If somebody could could help with financial management for these people, that would be awesome yeah. as well. So if someone was listening yep. today that that understands a good uh, financial management course or knows somebody with a good course yep. that want to donate and get uh, donate that course so we could use it, that would be great. Yep. Um, if you want to donate, they can get on your techfortroops.org. Dot org. Techfortroops.org. Uh, it's T-E-C-H-F-O-R-T-R-O-O-P-S. You're hired. You're hired. There we go. I can spell today. <laughs> and and what 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 you ask the people to do is pay for the shipping for the computers to go to yeah. you because that does that does help to offset those costs and you will get those. So there are two quick things. One is is for individuals, you have that computer that's sitting in your closet and you're like, I don't want to, I don't know what to do with this. Thing. I don't want to throw it in the trash, but we have a program called Give Back Box. It's a $15 shipping label up to 35 pounds. Okay. And it will come to us and we guarantee data destruction. I put the link to Give Back Box Tech for Troops in the chat for you. Very good. And then the Got other it. thing is we're in the process of creating an online learning platform. And the veterans who receive computers will be able to take project management, IT, resume creation, some financial management if they want to go that route. But there's around 5,000 classes that Tech for Troops is paying for for the veterans to uh, attend class. Certified, certifiable, not certifiable, certificate classes, right? Yeah. Certifiable, crazy classes. No, uh, 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 certificate classes. And then they could get that badge and put it on LinkedIn and on the, on the resume and stuff. Um, and would love to have financial support for that as well because it's going to cost us quite a bit. And I have not done any fundraising for this one yet. We're just, I know it's the right thing to do. It's the right direction to go in. And I'm willing to put my uh, reputation and uh, not life on the line, but my reputation on the line that this is the right way for our veterans to uh, learn yeah. from all over the, all over the country. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, this is awesome. So, um, if there's any corporate sponsors out there, or anybody that wants to get get involved with this and and yeah. help to sponsor some of these programs, please reach out to Mark on LinkedIn, Mark Casper, yeah. yes, and and do that and and connect with him, and and we can get get uh, make that happen. So, Mark, thanks so much today for stopping by and talking about Tech for Troops, man. You guys are doing a great Thank a you, great David. service Thank to you. our country, helping those transition those veterans transition out of yep. the military into the private sector. And, and, you know, just helping to honor them for the, for the wonderful things they did for our country and, and, you know, their sacrifices. Yeah, David, so. it was, it's been an absolute pleasure being with you. And I, I have so enjoyed this. Uh, I, 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 I really thank you. I, I, I owe you for this, right? I don't, I never did ask you where you live. You might want to say it, but I'll buy you a beer next time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Seattle, but that's, oh, that's, uh, we're a little far away, but, but that's all right. We, we do beer well here. So if you ever get there out here, I can do that. Yeah. Next yeah. time you have a beer, raise one. It, I bought it. For I you, will. Okay? There you go. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mark. Thanks everyone else for listening today. You know, we got Juana, we had Ingor, we, and, and others, I don't know. It didn't show their name, but thanks. Thanks so much for being here today. We really appreciate you listening and appreciate you stopping by. Remember this, two things. One, Republican centers. Anyone know the Republican center that can help start, help sponsor this computers for veterans and children's man, reach out to Mark on that. Anything that anyone that wants to get involved and provide some financial support for the educational programs you guys are putting together, some of these other things you're doing, just reach out to Mark on LinkedIn. But thanks so much, everyone, for being here. And we will be back again soon with another interesting guest on the face of the business. But Mark, thanks so much, sir. Thank you so much, sir. Have a great (laughs) rest of your day, everyone.